You're listening to DraftKings Network. Today on The Cool Against, we are joined by the poet and Vuj uh, man himself. Uh, we got the half of the duo, David Vianich. That's right. Our, our new spiritual leader, right? <laughs> okay. uh, we talk about a lot of things. We talk about his career. We talk about what he's into. We talk about his headspace. We also talk about the dictatorship shirt he's wearing, <laughs> which <laughs> well, yeah, we're not we kidding. <laughs> we try to have as big a nice as possible with this guy. We talk about that and more on this episode uh, of The Cool, cool Hi, this is Ashlyn Harris and Allie Krieger, and you are listening to our best friends and favorite comedians, The Cooligans, <laughs> bitch. Yeah, baby! What? <laughs> what? Okay, exactly. What? Say what? <laughs> I don't know what else. <laughs> bang, 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 bang. I don't know what. What do we do for England? You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, this is a. Uh, yeah, this can be a, a heavy. Uh, you know, heavy English. Yeah, uh, heavy British. Yeah, British. Uh, uh, so heavy British. Because co- we speak the real English. You know what I mean? So like this show That's always right. be heavy English. <laughs> that sentence I just said came right for the queen, my guy. <laughs> yeah, and also heavy English is your rap name, was, Alexis. Yeah, so that's you know, it was cool. a short-lived career, though. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> okay. But this is exciting because look, we've we said this right. It's a we're it's a pandemic. All right, we know you're home. All right, so we went out yeah. and we got the biggest names we could get, and they said no. <laughs> yes. But then we went next, and this dude said yes. Right? So, exactly. So, <laughs> no, but we're excited because so, we're fans of this dude. Exactly. Yes, and we also we also have to introduce ourselves, Alexis. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, uh, so, yeah. if you don't know who everybody we are by now, <laughs> what are you doing? All right. So my name is Christian Polanco. I'm Alexis Guerrero's, aka right. Heavy English. <laughs> 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 all right we are the cooligans or we are your favorite stand-up comedians that host the funniest soccer show yeah. that you have ever witnessed okay it's not just that uh, though work. it's also the gulliest all right that's right and this this and this episode will be uh, another example of that because <laughs> just <laughs> shirts alone <laughs> shirts alone <laughs> okay well if we have to compare uh you know the problematic shirts on the, on this show <laughs> i think we're gonna figure out who's who wins right because you're one. trying to troll him with your everton stuff i'm wearing atlanta <laughs> gear because that's where we met my dude and he mm-hmm. pulled out i'm gonna even go say until you see it <laughs> Because I can't believe it's real. I think my dude got a boule on Roosevelt Ave in, or Fordham Road in the Bronx. Right? Uh, but ladies and gentlemen, I mean, you knew him from a channel we ain't going to mention. You probably know him from Poet and Vouge. Uh, the dude is an absolute legend in the game. Sometimes he confuses the hell out of you with some of his mystical shit he'd be saying. Right? Like, I don't know what the hell he's talking about, yo. Finish a sentence, my guy. That's what I say. Uh, he frustratingly eats during most of his podcast. <laughs> ladies Ladies and gentlemen, put your hands together unless you're driving, and especially if you're driving on the wrong side of the road because you're English, for the one, the only <laughs> man like David Vujanic, everybody. Yo. <laughs> what is good, brother? Let's go. Greetings. Let, first so thing we, we got to bring up is what shirt are you wearing right now? I'm wearing uh, the North Korea jersey. <laughs> I, um, as you guys know, I've got a bit of a fetish for football shirts, and um you know, during this kind of lockdown period, uh, eBay has become one of my best friends. Mm. And I thought, what can I find that is niche that no one's really going to be rocking? Yeah. Oh, yeah. And and I, was like, you- <laughs> I was like, North Korea, Jersey, XL. And 
you know, a guy in Germany had one, so Dankeschön, and here I am with. Um, wow, I didn't you know. know they made uh, North Koreans in in XL because they're malnourished. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I can't lie, this shit is tight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would expect <laughs> yeah. it to be. You know so, what so I mean? I, I can see my belly button, but I'm rocking it. I'm rocking it. <laughs> I think it's also tracking your whereabouts. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> uh, I'll I'll leave that for the vaccines. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yo, now well, I'm all for the chemtrails now. I'm like, whatever cures this whole joint, bring it on, my guy. I'm giving in. I don't care anymore. I'm going to show up to the NSA be like, put in whatever you got to put in under my skin. Whatever. Let's clear this joint. <laughs> Here's the right? password well, to, my, to my cell phone. Whatever y'all need. Booze, right? <laughs> booze. Thank you so much uh, for joining us, man. I know uh, you. Uh, you know the, 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 the lockdown has been affecting people in different parts of the world in different ways. Uh, so at least that's first. Uh, let's talk about um, how are you maintaining uh, yourself in this lockdown. How are you still uh, working and putting out content and, and, and working on your YouTube channel? Uh, so how are things going for you right now? I mean, I'm loving it to be honest with you. Um, I've I've already been kind of living in quite a solitary solitary life for a while. Kind of, I like I like my alone time. Okay. Um, and it kind of naturally went into this lockdown where I didn't really feel it too much on my skin. I've been kind of going to the park and and reading books and um, a bit of meditation here and there and looking at trees and shit. I, I've been enjoying it. It's it's a it's a weird time, definitely, but. Um, yeah, a lot more kind of internal, I'd say, internal focus. So I, I've not been stressed. I'm trying not to stress and, you know, look at the news too much and and just kind of be with my family and, and take it easy, you know. Which is probably okay. great yeah. advice for everyone. You know what I mean? Spend time yeah. with your family if you can. Yeah. But I mean, I hang up on my mother when she calls. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not... <laughs> She knows I'm home. I don't have a lot of excuses right now. I don't know what to do. You know what I mean? But like, she's just a lot, you know, it's a Cuban woman. Yeah. She's like, get the wise you know? Yeah. yeah. You know, it's a yeah, lot. My mom's Serbian. I can't get away from it, bro. Nah, dude, she we showed don't, leave, up we don't leave home until we're like 56, you know, <laughs> you know? or until someone dies. That's it. You know? Yeah. 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 You, you, you'll break her heart if you, if you leave before 55, you know, well, she'll break exactly. it back. Or- you know what I mean? <laughs> oh, exactly. Just them Balkans, uh, you know what I mean? Uh, Balkans, we don't play, bro. But that's another thing I've been doing is um, on the flip side, I've been giving into, um, you know, smoking a lot of cigarettes when I wake up. Just, I think, I thought, you know, if I'm doing one healthy thing, I'll do something completely unhealthy on the other end. And then I'll just <laughs> smoke cigarettes all day and, and just have a cigarette, cigarette break off the cigarette break. And then I'll have some food. Um, okay. and then, well, this, um, this, yeah, this isn't part of you know it's it's uh, not part of the guidelines clearly because uh, really you should, you really should not no. be following. Also, no, it's no. a it's a respiratory attacking disease that's going around. <laughs> and I you're just smoking cigarettes. To myself, let me make it as, as hard as possible. You yeah, know, mm. for my lungs. What like, you need to do is get like me because it's killing fat people. You know what I mean? <laughs> if you if you start <laughs> eating and smoking cigarettes, my guy, really really put yourself in a challenge. I, I'm, I'm sort of yeah. I'm doing the cigarette challenge. I thought let me let me see. <laughs> yeah, you know if this does happen. D- what happens next? Right, that's an, era, so far, that's an area of TikTok we're not hip to just yet. The cigarette no. challenge. <laughs> <laughs> what Travis Scott song do I do I dance with the cigarette? To? <laughs> I'm sure there's gonna be some you know yeah. dance move that's gonna happen soon. <laughs> Baby, let me yeah, get exactly. a light of my cigarette. <laughs> but, but I was gonna say YouTube though has been it's been cool. I mean, me and Poet did like one of our episodes that we do every week. Um, we did it, you know, the two meter distance apart thing. And um, that was really cool. It was good to see him. 
um, technique, I don't know, I mean, I don't know if it counts as a rule break. Um, only essential work is meant to be carried out, but we see YouTube as essential work. So I think we're in the remit of the of the boundaries that we did that one episode. Um, and early on, we did a few podcasts. It was pretty cool. Um, but otherwise, not so much content. Um, just been chilling. Netflix has been completed. Game over. Um, and now, you know, I did the whole eBay thing. I did Breaking Bad because I never did Breaking Bad. Okay, yeah, oh, yeah. Uh, what do you com- think? Completed Breaking Bad. Uh, I thought it was a great ending. The character development was fantastic. At times, I did feel like it dragged on, but that's maybe because I was trying to do nine episodes a day. Do you know yeah. what I mean? So, oh, oh yeah, <laughs> naturally, your body's like just end. You know. Sure, also, sure. maybe it was hard for you to see through the cigarette smoke. Booze, look at that fixing his camera. <laughs> I'm trying, to, trying to wipe it down in my shirt. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, things get messy during the lockdown. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> if I tell you what happened to me last night, are we coming go into things or absolutely into- do do as you please? Yeah, I, I'll I'll ask the question I was going to ask later, but go for it. I mean, you said things get messy during lockdown. I think you're, what you're trying to uh, imply is that I have been masturbating. Is that true? <laughs> oh, yes. Oh, of course. Yeah, I'm glad you caught that, sir. Yeah. I think I caught that. I oh, actually, that's I... what you thought. I thought you meant by cigarette break. I got to be honest yeah. with you. I'm like, this guy's getting but, uh, in. However, because I've been on more of a uh, inner journey, um, I've been trying to cut, cut out the um, explicit you know, videos mm. and and the ladies that I, I, I'm a fond of on the on the internet. <laughs> okay, and, um, bro. Last night I had a, I had a I had a wet dream. It was incredible. <laughs> you know what? I mean, this is. You know what? You usually don't hear somebody say I had a wet dream and then say it was incredible. Unless, right after, unless <laughs> unless it's the first time you had one. <laughs> no. I mean, I had when I was like 13. Yeah. And then it didn't it didn't happen for a while. And then one one of my um explicit image breaks it happened to me like last year. And it was yeah, in, yeah. that one. That one was like my best sexual okay. experience probably ever. <laughs> I was right. like, I well, this is, it sounds like your, your greatest sexual experience. You can't remember. <laughs> You're just having a normal dream. I'm playing tennis with Vladimir Putin. And then all of a sudden, I'm in a puddle. <laughs> I'm in a puddle, but the puddle's real. I wake up. <laughs> okay. So, um, I've been I've been getting busy with myself and and it's been in a different way and it's been really good. Um I don't know if you guys needed to know that, all your viewers needed to know that, but now we do. And um No, no, all good. I do like oh, whoever's listening I mean, to this as a traditional podcast is now visualizing this. Yeah. <laughs> also, I want everyone to remember he's wearing a North Korea shirt when he says this. So put that in your brain somewhere. Kim Jong un riding a horse behind him <laughs> while he Jizz is in his sleep. <laughs> so, it's been, it's been lockdown but, for me has been enlightening, but yeah, sorry, but, so, Okay, you've been me- mentioning this. You mentioned this a couple of times as far as this inner this inner journey. What mm. uh, have you been focusing on? Like what? Like maybe a Buddhist practice or doing something in? Is there any, what? What have you been uh, kind of researching or or or, or doing in particular? Uh, this re- this really cool book I've been reading. I really like this guy right now. This guy's really great called the Jiddu Krishnamurti. And it's called um, okay. The Awakening of Intelligence. And it's really fascinating. Um, I've been kind of on a more, uh, I mean, I think we're all in a, in a. Uh, this is so not football, but. I'm a, no, no, no. I'm go a, there is no football happening right now. So. A, <laughs> <laughs> no, I've been kind of, I think I've been more in like an in, in a journey for a, a few years now, two, three years. Um, uh, I think a lot of my happiness before in my life was very externally based. So, you know, football, girls, uh, success and just kind of always seeking happiness elsewhere but i wasn't yeah. i wasn't maybe feeling 
at peace with myself. So I kind of started to explore different ways and, um, you know, meditation, yeah, reading a bit of Buddhism, reading a bit of, um, I don't know, I don't know the terms for a few of these ways that you can go down, but a lot, a lot more Eastern, um, and yeah, there's yeah. a lot of wisdom, uh, from those paths and, um, yeah, it's been pretty cool, man. And now I'm sort of, my brain's rejigging a little bit and I feel a bit more calm. So yeah that's good dude yeah i mean look because i look i you know we we met you uh or at least i know i we definitely met you in atlanta that was the first time i met you yeah uh and and i knew of you through you obviously you know alexis didn't want to say the name for some reason but but yeah yeah it was a big deal (laughs) um uh and you are like a a person who as far as when i started watching your videos it like you, you 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 seem um famous right i mean in this in this particular way of like within the footballing community okay. like you 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 got you you went from just like it seems like from and i don't know your complete background but a, a football fan to be, you know someone who is who has a little bit of uh you know at least to credibility within the the sport yeah. in your country uh so what because it almost seems like a a little bit like a a, a footballer who's like a uh you know who has a a, a, a big prospect that everybody expects a lot from and then they they get fame they get celebrity and then as soon as that happens they get all this attention put on Mm -hmm. them and a lot of criticism put on them so i could imagine uh there must have been things either you regret or things that uh were were that you didn't expect to happen for sure i think so many experiences which you know i started this very young i'm 27 now maybe got into it 21 22 and as much as 21, 22, many people are maybe are mature by then. I definitely wasn't or even close to, I'd say, a, a maturity, which I would want for myself. So I think um, during that period, it was very hectic. There was a lot of kind of personal things going on in my life as well. And, you know, being on screen, it can be very deceiving. And um, it's made me definitely a lot more... Um, I'd say cautious of criticizing anyone that sort of has a following or is doing something because perception really is, is reality and we don't know what people are going through. So, um, it's, it's been a good journey. It's been obviously tough at times and uh, I wouldn't say I regret anything because, um, that would, I don't know, imply that, I don't know what it would imply, but uh, it's all part of the journey, you know, and without doing things that you don't like and weren't maybe that good for you you learn down the line if you want to learn from them so um yeah it's, it's been really good though i really can't complain you know but yeah i wouldn't say famous i wouldn't i wouldn't put me in that category but i appreciate <laughs> well you're on our know. you're on our show so just pretend for a minute for those who may not know you i don't know what rock they're living on there but for anyone watching or listening that doesn't know you um we first learned of you through comments below which was uh, a show that was put out if i'm not mistaken every monday, every monday on, for uh, seven years for seven years i think yeah. the first time i saw you was like 2014 maybe yeah it's crazy bro. and i learned i mean i'm now like i'm 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 going nuts i love the uh skepta young ads and chip album like yep. but i only learned about british hip-hop through you guys mm. so I swear, like, I didn't know what, geez, man, I didn't know Tottenham. I thought Tottenham was just where Spurs played, and I'm an Arsenal fan, so I hated Tottenham. I didn't know Tottenham was, like, the 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 hotbed of, like, grime music for a long time and yeah, stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah, that's crazy. So a lot of what, a lot of the reasons why we're even doing what we do is because, 
you're the first time you and Poe are the first time where I saw hip hop culture and soccer merged. That okay. did not happen in America. And I'm born yeah. and raised in Newark, New Jersey, which is, you know, Tottenham, but with guns. Uh, and, and Christian <laughs> oh, is from Brooklyn. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like what, three? Let's be honest. Uh, I saw Top Boy. They borrowed him for the show, right? To use them as props. Uh, so, and then, and then Christian's from Brooklyn. Like we're, we're from a certain area where that kind of stuff didn't leak in a, in a, in a soccer. So we mm. purposefully made this show to sort of, bleed in a little bit of that hip hop, a little bit of that street culture into soccer in America. Is that part of what you guys had hoped to do in the beginning? When you and Poet first came together, what what was the thought process? What was the plan? Um, Was there any? Oh, bro, that was a crazy time because um, I, I, you know, we joined Copa 90. um, I was at university still. So I just started studying. Um, I had my kind of uni loan and uh, that was it. My, my, my dad maybe gave me some money and then Poet, there was an opportunity at Copper 90 for the show comments below. Uh, and Poet called me and he said, hey man, I know you tweet a lot about football and you seem like a funny guy. Do you want to come and do this audition with me for this new channel and you might get paid? I was like, hell yeah. And then, uh, you know, <laughs> if you watch the first episode, it's ridiculous. It's absolute rubbish. It's still up, <laughs> I think, on the channel. Um, and we got, we got the audition and it, it started being that kind of weekly show where me and Poet were the main presenters and because I guess we're from the culture of listening to kind of hip hop and being influenced by black culture and, and the grime and from our environment, pretty much it's naturally what kind of went into the, into the conversation because we'd use our slang. We talk a bit about music and eventually as we became more a part of copper 90, um, we needed to come up with another concept. And I came up with the FIFA and chill concept of playing FIFA. And we, we really wanted to make footballers more comfortable and we wanted to get exclusives from them from a comfortable level where we're, we're talking to them kind of on like a friendly level rather than trying to catch them out, which was very common in the UK media of just trying to get negative headlines. We really wanted to get yeah, kind yeah. Of a positive spin and, and bring music into it and bring entertainment into it and not just make it football. And um, I think during that kind of period, we, we really kind of went on like an uh, incline where a lot of the brands were like, what's this FIFA and chill? It's so you know new and interesting. And, you know, we mm. interviewed the whole football world and it was a really, really cool journey. Uh, very proud of all, all the things that we did, and you know, I'm happy that you know, uh, you know, you were, you know, influenced by it as well in some way. And I mean, that's the beautiful aspect of it is that many people got something from it, and and the whole community of the football online world has has grown, where us as football fans have managed to you know have some sort of career and and following and and make some sort of life from this. So. No, I can't complain, and it was uh, it was really cool. But yeah, that that was kind of a part of the plan was to infuse football with different parts of culture, and um, yeah, that that that's what we kind of did for a while, and then eventually, kind of you know, it wasn't really where we wanted to be anymore, and, and left. But yeah, it was a really yeah. Really, also, yeah. and c- congratulations! I, I I saw on Instagram you just posted you you, you Port and Vouge, uh your YouTube channel just reached a hundred thousand subscribers. Yeah, it's Let's nice, go. man. Yeah, it's wicked. It's wicked. That's yeah, so dude. I mean, it's not. Yeah, it's not easy, but it clearly shows, like the the again that that influence that you did uh, have over uh, over people, and and they wanted to, they wanted to follow you wherever yeah. uh, you ended uh, up going. And so. the audience, you know, if, if anybody's listening that does watch us, um, you know, it's not the hugest audience. It's not um, you know KSI numbers, and it's not like we're we're living in mansions or anything. But I find that the audience is very very respectful. The audience that we have, they're very um, humor driven. They don't really take things so seriously, but also a very intelligent audience of, I'd say, young people that are into football, but also into other yeah. things. They're quite open-minded, and um, I'm very proud of of the, of the kind of poet and Vuj wanderers, as we call them on our channel, that are 
They're, they're great, except if uh, if anybody says the word soccer. Yeah, just oh boy, yeah. oh boy, it is. Yeah, I really wish problem. you guys would have invented that word. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, no, I guess we're homosexuals as well. Homosexuals. We got more with Vuj when we get back. Hey, everybody. Thanks so much for listening to the podcast. We just want to bring it with a word from one of our sponsors, us and you and maybe even Ali Krieger. <laughs> Correct. Uh, so, uh, yes, Gully Squad has been uh, litter than ever. Uh, oh, wow. It was wild litty. In fact, some of us, <laughs> people came in and said, hey, we heard you were having a party. You're going to get a ticket because of coronavirus. I said, no, no, no. It's just Gully Squad. They said, all right, well, then please continue. I'm sorry I interrupted. <laughs> okay. And then I tip my cap to the officer. Uh, <laughs> so, no, uh, Gully Squad has been uh, again, especially during this quarantine, we, we've, we've spoken about how it is more than just a, a you know, just getting some uh, extra content. It is becoming a, a very much a full-fledged community of, uh, of people uh, sharing ideas, sharing stories of comedy, uh, uh, everything. So, uh, and, and yes, you may have heard recently on our, on, we did a Zoom call. We did a, the first Gully Squad happy hour. And, and that, was, that wasn't even us. That was just the, the Gully Squad members putting that together. Shout out uh, to, to Peter. Garcia, who who uh, who had the idea uh, initially, and he uh, wanted to get drunk with other members, and let's go, you know. Yeah, and let me yeah. tell you something. I think it started around what seven, seven, six p.m. It started at six p.m. Yeah, I logged back in at like eleven thirty, and it was still happening, dude. Bro, that's how that's how we do it. I Gully Squad, bro. Gully Squad. It ain't it ain't called Softy Squad, my guy. <laughs> okay. Also, I mean, how did you know my nickname in high school? <laughs> yeah, that's uh, is that that's the you know the 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 Mister Softy Truck uh, uh, subscriber service. Actually, I got it after prom. It was a really, I mean, you know, first time drinking yeah. whiskey. It was a lot. <laughs> yeah, I, you know, I hate that it stuck. I'll be honest. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but if you wanna, yes, the the the. the Gully Squad Happy Hour was unbelievable, and we we had a, a special guest join us, uh, Ali Krieger of or the Orlando Pride and the U.S. Women's National Team, two, two-time World Cup champion, just hop hopping in uh, Zoom calls hey, uh, uh, with hey, us. Christian, how many other how many other uh, podcast fan group Zoom Happy Hours <laughs> do you think two two-time World Cup winners be hopping into, or someone on the cover of People Magazine? <laughs> uh, I can't look. I'm I'm rifling through all my paperwork. You hear right? Okay. <laughs> okay. I'm trying to, I'm trying to get through it. Uh, I honestly cannot find anything. I'm, I, and I have the records. You I'm know? trying I'm, to add it up right now, and you can hear my my, my uh, calculator with the page with the paper. You can hear it going. There it is. And look, it says zero. The, the number is zero. So you can no. stop rifling through all your paperwork with your your what are the the, the printer with the that all the paper was like, court, the like dot attached? matrix yes. dot matrix. Yes, your dot matrix paper. You can stop looking at it, dude. No, but I love. I can't let it go. You no, know? no, keep it for sure. Keep it because you need a, you need the records for seven years for tax reasons. What I'm saying is you can stop rifling through it for this. Oh, oh okay, okay. Well, we'll 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 get through this break then. Yeah. Uh, so, so um, yeah. Look, that, that those are some of the things that uh, are possible if you join Gully Squad. There's a lot of fun. Um, not only is just a cool content, but uh, fun surprises like that. And we are actively trying to you know make it more than just a you know uh, just just sending you an extra 20 minutes of uh, of a podcast a week or or a month or whatever we're trying to like offer gully squad members a a, a genuinely fun experience uh, similarly to what we get to have you know I, we're, we're trying to put out something really really fun and cool 
And it's uh, it's all the uh, stuff we would have wanted when we were just soccer fans and didn't have a podcast or a TV show. Total, it's totally. like this is what I would I would have loved to have been hanging out on some you know conference call or something like that. You know, and all of a sudden, uh, a, world, a two-time World Cup winner just hops on from, you know, her backyard, just hanging out. Sure. You know, it would have been nice if Ronaldinho would have called from prison. From prison, yeah. dude. Imagine we were his only phone call. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, how lit is that, dude? He's like, so, Yo, I ain't even trying to get out, dog. I just want to say what was good. I just made this phone call to say what was good. I don't need to talk to no lawyers. <laughs> get the gully squad on the phone. Ew, dog. <laughs> what are my lawyers going to do? I did this shit. You know? <laughs> All right, so please join Gully Squad. Go to SoccerCooligans.com and hit the Join Gully Squad button. I promise you uh, it is as fun uh, as these breaks. Uh, we, have, we have a good time with it. And, uh, yeah, it, you'll, you'll all have unique experiences and really cool things. That, and you'll help the show grow. Uh, so please, please do that. SoccerCooligans.com and click on Join Gully Squad. All right, baby, we're back. Even more with David Rianich, Poet and Vuj channel. Um, there's so many different things that uh, you do, right? But I think at the very core of what you guys do is you sort of make soccer. And we talked a little bit about this in uh, in the break. You make soccer, which is sometimes we think a little over serious. Oh, yeah. You make it lighthearted and fun. But I think it's also like we can also see, especially you, a little less on Poet because uh, he seems a bit more just like sort of poker face like you we can see when the criticism gets to you how like how did you deal with as a young person getting on the internet being there weekly just you know tv doesn't have comments below it you know what i mean like if someone hates (laughs) us you gotta like find my email you know what i mean like (laughs) like, you go view yourself below it it says like a bunch of trash stuff did it take you a minute to get through that because as comedians we deal with that but for this show we don't like did it take you a hot minute to get through that um yeah 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 i think um kind of i think i've been uh i think we all in a way seek acceptance from others and we want to be liked and maybe that is a part of my persona from a lot of the time was wanting to be liked and accepted so i think when i did i still do but a bit less because i've been working on it but i used to have a much more perfectionist side so the smallest of comments, I would pretty much kind of like trip a bit too much over, you know, the audio not working well, or I don't know, some glitch or something isn't going well, I would have more of an effect on it. But I think as I've taken a bit more of a step back and tried to relax, yeah, it's become easier. It's become easier. But I think it's the journey you have to face, you know, when you put yourself out out, out online and you put yourself out into the world, you're going you're gonna to face criticism. You're going to get, get face people that don't like you. But I think if you stay authentically yourself and you manage to have your own authentic message it shouldn't get to you as much because at least you know you're doing what feels true to yourself i think it's once you're compromising your own reality and truth that's when the criticism can hurt because you're not even doing what you want to be doing you know i think that's when that's when it's the worst kind of criticism because maybe you didn't even want to do what you were doing but you did it because it was like i don't know a shoot that you had to do and then it's like it wasn't in your power to control the narrative um, I yeah. think if you're controlling the but narrative, it, it doesn't really get to me as much. You know? Yeah, and it at least feels good. Like the, the when you are doing something <clears throat> that you uh, appreciate and does feel fulfilling, the 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 positivity comes back from from other people. Yeah. So you, you you're not going to win over everyone, uh, but it, obviously it still feels good to, to to win over some people. But um, I did want to ask about uh, your about let's talk about some some football, uh, mate. Uh, because, <laughs> I'm sorry, what uh, word was that? I think you mean soccer. <laughs> soccer, bro. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about. Uh, so, the whole country um, has a show called 
called Soccer AM and they yell at us. I don't get it. <laughs> so the uh, you are very, uh, uh, you know, uh, a vocally a Liverpool supporter, uh, which is why I'm decked out yeah, in my, my, my Everton gear. Um, but uh, as far as the, the season for Liverpool, Liverpool supporters, obviously uh, it's incredible, uh, the, the Premier League season. But obviously this being uh, the, the season being either cut short or we, we don't know what the rest of the season is going to, to, to look like. Uh, how does it feel as a Liverpool supporter to either win the league in this way or uh, uh, or just what does it do? Does it dampen Have the, 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 the trophy? Possibly, you know? <laughs> I, I would say, honestly, I think it does dampen it a little bit. I think whatever you're trying to celebrate right now and maybe the footballing world or the sporting world, it's not going to feel the same, you know? Um, so for me, it does dampen it a little bit if it's won in this way. I mean, I'm hearing the Premier League might continue with games in June, mid-mid-June. So it'll be it's, it'll be good to complete it. Um, there was a part of me which found it absolutely hilarious if it did get cancelled. Because yeah. for that to, because I was kind of like joking around with my friends, you know, before before this happened, and we were kind of saying like, what would it take for Liverpool not to win the league? You know, they'd have to lose ten yeah, games, yeah. or you know, <laughs> we'd have to like, you know, have to be World War Seven, or you know, they'd have to be like a comet would have to hit the Earth for Liverpool not to win the league. And like within a month, we have we have a lockdown situation. We we actually might yeah. happen. So part of me, maybe the kind of like. I don't know, anti, I don't want to say anti-establishment, but the kind of like guy that enjoys this like chaos is like, wow, if this stops the league, that's just hilarious. Yeah. It's hilarious. Maybe almost. you've become too powerful spiritually and you are the one that put this in the air. <laughs> okay. I'm telling you that you're your... listening to you, dude. <laughs> you don't know your own strength, dude. I, 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 can't, I couldn't believe it. And I think uh, just that kind of element of... Uh, uh, what's the word like? Just unreality. What's the? Word? I don't know what the word I'm looking for. Fantasy or fantasy, no, a fine. kind of like subverted. a nightmare. Yeah, like, <laughs> the sort of just is this really happening? I call it a glitch in the matrix. Like this is a glitch in the we're, yeah. we're, we're, this is a glitch in the matrix. There, like after yeah. fifth, what what kind of spell is on this club for them not to win the league if it happens? You know, in this way. So yeah, it, it's a and, and as far as. I- I'm curious that we don't have this conversation too often with people uh, who live in England and pick their Premier League team. You're not from Liverpool. You didn't grow no, up in Liverpool. No, uh, so, so how does that happen? Yeah, Obviously, what Serbian I, I superstar was on Liverpool? Jovanovic. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I. I I picked Everton out of the fact that they they had American players, and I was like, okay, yeah. this this seems like the only connection, the the strongest connection I have. But how did you pick Liverpool? I mean, you know, coming from uh, ex Yugoslavia, coming from Serbia to the UK, I'm kind of similar to you guys in the essence that I'm not naturally English, or that yeah. I wasn't born in an area where you know I, I was kind of passed down a club. My family didn't really like football either. So I think it was just Michael Owen was on the TV and my mom said something about Michael Owen, Liverpool were playing and I was like, oh, who's this guy? And it was the World Cup 98, Owen was playing for England, scoring plenty of great goals. And um, that's when I kind of took an interest into Michael Owen and then Liverpool. And then as the times passed on, they just kind of became the club that I supported. And um, yeah, I mean, now I'm kind of just, I'm back to being, because I think I kind of, as you can see, I do question things a lot. I did start to question that as I kind of grew up and I was like, wait, what is this attachment to Liverpool? If I kind of get, I do get the criticism sometimes because I'm not really yeah, from yeah. there. So I faced this really weird reality when Red Star Belgrade played Liverpool. 
And because um, Red Star Belgrade is a Serbian team, yeah. and I'm, I'm big into mm-hmm. Serbian sports and football. And when I got the opportunity to go back home, Champions League qualifying was the biggest thing. And if a summer holiday, it, whether it's Partizan Belgrade or Red Star Belgrade from like 13, 14, 15, when I came back to Serbia, those were the teams I'd watch. I, I couldn't afford a Liverpool ticket. My parents wouldn't take me. I had no way to go to Liverpool. So every summer, my biggest dream was just to watch Champions League qualifier. And I remember watching like, Red Star Belgrade, PSV, Colina being the referee, watching uh, Red Star Belgrade, AC Milan. So that was kind of the club that I love, you know. And, sure. and living in the UK, you're watching Premier League every week and you're with your friends and you're kind of supporting Liverpool. And then when these two met in the Champions League, I was like, this is surreal. Because <laughs> Red Star <laughs> just haven't been in it for 23 years since they won it in 91. And then, you know, they lost the home leg. I went to Liverpool and watched it. They lost 4-0, 5-0, and it was like, ah, whatever, you know, we had a good day out. Um, and then Red Star played them in Serbia and won 2-0. I remember, like, I remember that. But my internal dialogue was like, I feel passionately, you know, I'm passionately supporting Red Star here, even though many people know me as this mad Liverpool supporter, and I think it confused many, many yeah. people. But it's just well, kind of like, you that- know, from you know, back, my background, I always go for my national but good, yeah I think, but 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 to, but to quote the wise david vianic there there are no rules are, exactly, yeah. right? As, <laughs> exactly yeah yeah i think that's you may lot. have you may have lost the match on the field but you won the back off contest Am yeah. I... <laughs> <laughs> yeah exactly bro exactly uh poet and boots channel check it out hit subscribe they've already hit a hundred thousand what are you waiting for uh yeah i know come on now um you're doing so much right you i mean at least from what i would assume right from before this whole pandemic started you guys were sort of on a roll with your own channel you had a podcast i got a chance to listen to the Ian Wright episode, Troops, who's been on our show as well. That was a great episode. You have so many different um, ways that you sort of can. A poet, I think at one point had his own sneaker deal. Like, There's so many different things that you guys are sort of getting your hands into. If you had your way, if you just sort of could, you know, wave a magic wand and pick like the next thing that you guys were doing, as far as a poet in Vuj or just even as you, whether it's Filthy Fellas, any of that, what is it that you would want to do next? Because there's so many different things that you can do. I think naturally it would maybe be a TV show of some sort. Um, I don't think from what I see and what I've experienced in the UK, I don't know if we're for the UK market that much um, because it is a very still quite a conservative, I'd say, market in in general. And being the kind of um, more edgy and... uh, Maybe not, I wouldn't say controversial, but we like to be comedic like you guys and poke fun at things mm-hmm. in our own way, which is a niche type of humor. It's not for everyone. I think it kind of maybe even fits a, the US market more or Australian market more. Somewhere where you can be creative and, and fun with it. Yeah, it's a, uh, it's a little too street. I think Mike, we, for uh, for the masses, well, yeah. <laughs> we are a little, streets. Yeah, street. yeah. I think I think you know we we fit a weird sort of uh, I don't know like the, the outcasts of society come and watch us. You know we're like the kind of yeah, yeah. black sheep of YouTube. You know, <laughs> uh, but maybe like maybe TV would be great. Um, Netflix maybe might be a good thing to do, um, and maybe just more more regular content and, and keep growing the channel because even now. We'll, I mean, I'm from the Balkans and we can be very lazy and uh, I, I kind of like just doing the minimum. It's just kind of my, mm. I like to just glide. Um, that isn't the yeah. best. I, I think Alexis is Balkan. Yeah, it must be. How do you say that? 
No, but, uh, but lazy and gliding, that's what Jim right Christian likes to go on the slides. I'm more of a lazy river kind of a guy. You know? it's a, Christian's more like poet, maybe. I'm, I'm like, too, uh, I'd wake up and if, you know, food in Miami, we could get a Cuban sandwich in the morning. You know, film maybe, you know, do we have to film today? Let's film tomorrow. We don't have to film today. Yeah. Oh, boy. Oh, man. Yeah. yeah. I think the, the Christian and Vuj channel would be uh, just a, a, a very similar relationship, I think. <laughs> We'd release nothing. But... Yeah. If it was Alexis and Vuj, I mean, it'd be mostly Instagram lives because my phone is in front of me. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> but I think, I think well, credit to you. I mean, as much as you're saying, you know, you would love to not work and yada, 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 or you like to do the minimal, you guys have put out so much content. And I don't think I don't think you guys have taken enough opportunity to really understand how influential you've been in the American market. You know, I think even just as simple as I didn't know how significant Skepta was until we were at that party in Atlanta and I saw you, Bradley Wright, Phillip and Poet go absolutely nuts when the ASAP Rocky Skepta song came on. And I was like. Skepta's not even that good of a rapper. That's what I said in my head. You know yeah. what I mean? And, but these guys are going crazy. And I'm like, well, it's that thing of like, well, they're English. So they're just happy that an English person's on. And then I mm. went back and listened to it. I'm like, nah, my dude's got bars. You know what I yeah. mean? So yeah. like, I don't think you understand how influential you've been. Do you do you watch American soccer at all? Have you witnessed any MLS? Yeah, no, we did a few like um, American tours. Um, I came out for the MLS All-Star last year in, in Atlanta where mm-hmm. I met you guys. Um, mm-hmm. So I watched, I went to Orlando. We went to... Um, Atlanta, been to NYCFC, went to Red Bulls. Um, did we go to any other LAFC? Been to LAFC. Um, so we interviewed a few guys, Gassi, Zardes, Bradley. Yeah, Bradley. yeah from Galaxy. Uh, Why he was at the Galaxy? Yeah, Bradley Wright. Did a few guys in Orlando. Can't remember the names. Um, so okay. I've had, a, I've consumed it a little bit, um, and I don't have such a negative perception of it. I know sometimes it gets quite a a bashing from the UK and maybe the European football fans. But I mean, you've got to take things for what they are and and the level that they're at. So I enjoy it. I enjoy when I managed to get catch some highlights when Zlatan was around. And even now when I'm on YouTube, I might kind of just see what's going on, see how Bradley's doing. Yeah. He's obviously moved to, um, to LA Galaxy. And, you know, the new mm-hmm. stadiums, I've been impressed with how, you know, they've been investing in the new stadiums. Obviously Miami's got the, the side now as well. So, it's, you know, it's growing in its own pace. It's a different sort of a uh, setup with the no relegation. So I'm, I'm, I'm curious, but why is why do you think there is so much uh, extra level of criticism put on American soccer uh, compared to other leagues across Europe, uh, anywhere else in the world? It, it seems that uh, America is is ambitious enough to. They, they keep saying they want to be the best league in the world, and everybody's like, "All right, relax. Let me put them back yeah. in their place." I've never heard uh, an English person tell an Italian, "It's not calcio, it's football." I don't I think I think it's uh, maybe a difference in mentality of, of like worldview I think that that kind of might yeah. be what it is I think with America it can be sometimes quite insular where you know it's like America is America and you guys have so yeah. many things going on the NBA is the greatest football sorry you have a basketball league baseball you've got so much going on and, and there's there is a kind of celebrate celebrating of American culture and I think because football was kind of in the background and because it's only recently been stepping up I think you the Europeans are just like no 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 you haven't no, you're not on this level yet you know they just yeah. come through like chill I think, I, think it's, okay. I think it might be something to do with that and just historically how much Europe you know how, how the birth of football was here and the quality level as well I think that's a big part of it is that 
the quality and how much you know goes into grassroots in in the Europe and how much investment there is here and the money here and I think it'll be very tough for the MLS to become the best league in the world uh, you know unless you can start attracting players at a young age to come to the US you know it, yeah. it, that you know that statements like that would definitely brush the um kind of hardcore conservative football fan in Europe down you know the wrong way so um yeah a bit of disbalance is there I reckon what a long way yeah, to yeah. go to say Americans are assholes. We got more <laughs> with David Vianich after this. <laughs> now, we were talking a little bit about how intense some of the fans are in England and just sort of the dichotomy of the fan bases in America versus how they're treated, how they are in England. I remember when I was, uh, when I went to go see my first Arsenal match, this was in 2014, I believe. Mm. And finally, I've been a fan my whole life and I finally get to go on. I, I'm, you know, it sucks that I didn't get to go to Highbury, but I got to go to the Emirates. And I remember I was like, yeah, I'm gonna go to one of those pubs on Holloway. And one of my friends was like, nah, you'll get stabbed. And I was like, yo, let's go. Right. I don't know why. Man. I was like, <laughs> imagine I get stabbed, dude. <laughs> you know, that'd be so dope, but it's just a different fan base. And I, part of why I know that obviously is because I'm a big fan of just the game but also you've taken so much heat for putting on kits of different english clubs yeah. now i'll wear anything except yeah. i'm an nycc fan so i find it very difficult and also disingenuous to wear a rebel shirt i'll wear any english club but i'll never put on a tottenham shirt yeah have you ever put on an everton kit and do would you care or how much heat do you take for all this um i think people have gotten used to that i'm a bit of a strange character um, and a little bit unorthodox so um the, the people that follow me know that i love football kits and i love the way they look i love the stories behind them um and at one point in my life i would have never worn another premier league team it was just liverpool no other team and since i've kind of become more detached of being kind of like a fanatic of one team um, I've kind of just like enjoy a kit like I love, I love the Tottenham blue kit that they had this season with Nike with the um, the Nike old school logo and I, someone, I got it given to me and I was like I really like this kit so I actually really want to wear it doesn't mean that I'm going to be a Tottenham fan now but I kind of I don't know I'm taking a I've become more of a lover of the game you know but you get hate for it naturally because it's just what happens in it yeah I wouldn't be caught dead in a Liverpool game. <laughs> also, how about this? Uh, this is for everyone who's English, if you're watching. We'll stop saying soccer when y'all start saying Nike. All right? That's our brand, dog. That's us. Yeah. We invented that. Y'all wouldn't be wearing nothing if it wasn't for us. You'll still be wearing them weird, uh, whatever those little shoes are, them little joints uh, with the with the, the, like the Japanese, right? You know what I'm talking about? They look real small. They look like chocolate. What are you talking about? <laughs> oh, I'm so angry when y'all say Nike. What are y'all doing? This <laughs> thank you. <laughs> well, yeah, I I'm, I want to talk a little bit about just um, the the poet and Boost channel and 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 your the, the, just the the level of already celebrity that you've uh, of guests that you've had on the show. I mean, you've you've been, already worked in football for for a long time. You've you've had huge interviews with some huge players and huge figures. Yeah, we can't get a um, Premier League player on our show. You've had just a roll a revolving please. door. Can you just give them our number? Yeah. We just want to get text them really quick. <laughs> I got you. Please. I got you. I got you. <laughs> but it's interesting because it's like a, a couple questions here. But like one is, uh, is there anyone that you were absolutely uh, shocked to be able to interview that that maybe even knew who you were before you started? And then also, um, the, the the level of 
you know, I feel like I learn a lot about the club's fan bases through you guys. Like, our, uh, the, 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 you know, where people, the people who support Arsenal, what are they like? And all, all these kind, uh, kinds of things, like the Tottenham, everybody. Everybody has, like, their, they're like their own um, ambassadors yeah, yeah, yeah. For, for their club. But I feel like I get to learn about uh, a, a lot about that. So can you talk a little bit about some of the guests that you've uh, uh, had on the show and then also that kind of influence and being able to share what fan bases are like? Uh, um, so... I'd say the most kind of maybe star where I was a bit nervous and starstruck was definitely Beckham, um, Neymar, you know, the big names. Cause you are kind of like, yeah. you know, hitting yourself in the head. Like what the hell am I doing here? Um, I think for <laughs> you me, you pinch my, Neymar by mistake. You know, and you're like, like, no, it's like, <laughs> <laughs> shines. Like I was like, this guy's from a different planet. Yeah. He like, has that look on his face. Got, like when you got that much money, <laughs> And you're that yeah. successful, and I think you can literally do anything you want. It's a different type of energy. So, um, can I just say something? Yeah. If a country paid two hundred twenty-two million dollars to help me go to another team, I'd be the biggest asshole in the world. <laughs> Could you imagine? Yeah. Did you know, I'd have. I'd be like, yeah, dog. I got oil money behind me, my guy. It's cool. He was a cool guy. He wasn't like when we interviewed him. I think because once again we came on like, hey, what's up, bro? Like, yeah, Brazil, hey, Caipirinha. Yeah. And he was like, hey. <laughs> you know, you kind of get on that kind of cultural kind of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Bex was really cool. He's like he's, the smile is beautiful. Like his teeth are amazing. Um, R nine, that was like a personal hero oh, yeah. of mine that I managed to interview yeah. in Brazil. Got like ten minutes of him uh, when I was at Copa ninety, and that was for me was like the complete cycle of a journey because that's R nine for me was my favorite player. Love Brazil. Uh, that was just you know insane to get to talk to him stevie g as well that was crazy just for me personally to for a guy that i've cried over yeah when he nearly went to chelsea and it was confirmed at one point like i was crying that he was going to go to chelsea for 30 million yeah and he didn't go and i was elated so can can i just tell you one one stevie g story uh, when when he was with the galaxy playing against nycfc every all uh, new yorkers are obviously on the subway you know going to the game and and uh, there were there were a bunch of uh, you know British Liver, Liverpudlians uh, on the on the train singing like Stevie G songs. Yeah. By the way, the train is going to the Bronx, which is like the train's going to the Bronx. Like, the like nobody even knows soccer is <laughs> a thing there. So they're singing on the train. They're being really loud, really obnoxious. And then this Puerto Rican girl uh, just goes, "Y'all need to stop being so damn loud." <laughs> <laughs> America, <laughs> 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 culture. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, dude. We ain't got no time for all this. You love Stevie G? We don't know who Stevie G is. And the okay? shocking thing we know- is that a Puerto Rican woman asked you to stop being loud. Which means that was really loud. You know what I mean? So, but yeah, I did ask about uh, getting to know the fan bases. Like, you know, and just a quick example, like when you guys spoke to like Troy Deeney, Ian Wright, you know, one thing I really, there's two things I feel like I, I get from watching uh, your show, your interviews, is I get to know what the, the the hood is like in every particular city, <laughs> yeah. right? Uh, I get to know like what the what what real football I don't know, quote unquote real football fans or whatever, but like I get to get to see a side of it that you don't normally uh, get to see. So what what is it? Uh, how much thought is put into kind of showcasing that? Uh, not much. Um, we sometimes literally we don't even have like questions. Most times we haven't even done research. We just <laughs> go in and we're like, let's talk. 
you know, you, uh, you yeah. have no idea how similar you guys are to us, or vice versa. Because <laughs> you know what it is, we're like we like to talk, so it's like we'll we'll have a conversation. Will happen, yeah, I think yeah. that's it. And yeah, most yeah. of the times, you, you get something out of it when when you do it that way. And I think it's a little bit different from maybe bigger YouTube channels, but there is more preparation. You know, they, they have more views, maybe a bigger audience naturally. Um, but I think in this way, you get. You get to be yourself at the most organic in the most organic way possible, and you get the person to be their most organic self. So, um, yeah, I think that that's a part of it, which which we get, and um, yeah, so not not much goes into it, man. And I think okay. we're sharing the backgrounds we're from because I've grown up grown up in loads of different areas in London, same as poet, and you know where we are from. Not the you know the most. I don't like the word privilege, but we're not we're not from privileged backgrounds. So we connect with these football players that also aren't from those backgrounds. Yeah, I think when you when you talk, you naturally kind of reminisce and talk about what you've been through, and you connect on that level where you've had these shared experiences. When you saw Volta yeah. in the new FIFA game, did you immediately go, "Yo, that's because of us"? Because to some degree, it feels like y'all had a lot to do with it. You know what I mean? I mean, they even started with the V. I thought it, I thought it was going to be called Vujda. You know what I mean? <laughs> I, I saw that, and I was very happy that um, the voice of Volta on FIFA was Troops. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. I was very very happy for him because it's think, genuine. Exactly, and I think a lot of these, you know, corporations and then brands have seen, you know, they see what's going on and. Uh, you know, I know people have told me from other things that we've been used a lot in like decks, you know, like, oh, we want it to be like oh, this, yeah. you know. And, yeah. Oh, sure, sure. Yeah, that's definitely- that, that happens in comedy all yeah, the time want- where they're like, you know. <laughs> you don't want them? Uh, yeah. Something like them. Something like I heard yeah. an agent once go like, oh, Hannibal Burris is popular. I'm going to go out and find eight more Hannibal Burrises. And I was like, <laughs> you can't oh. do that, you know. Yeah. Just hi- just. Hire him. That'd be yeah, nice. Exactly. You want me to text him? Like, you know, what are you doing? He'll do both. He'll do all eight jobs. The dude was homeless once. Yeah. You know what I mean? But you know, I, I don't hold any grudges there or anything. It's just you know, it's what it is, and then you know, people are going to do what they need to do. So, are you proud though? I mean, forget the grudge. Are you proud? Do you look at? Do you play that part of the game? Be like, yo, that's because of me, my guy. I mean, I don't know. I'm sure it had. We had some influence there. Um, I know because obviously Cop and I had conversations with EA and FIFA and I know that FIFA and Chill had a big part to play in how they view player interviews and how they approach things. I mean, yeah, man, it's cool. It's good shit. You know, other, other people are, are yeah. doing those things now and that's sick, man. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I'm not in, I don't really care. I think that's the essence of it is I just don't care, you know, but. <laughs> <laughs> well, then I'm, then I'm glad I asked the question. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thank you for tuning in again. We did we it. Did it baby. Uh, Bouge, thank you so much uh, for joining us, man. We really appreciate it. Let people know where they should uh, follow you or, and, and catch some of the that hot content. You yeah. got. So, um, check out the Poet and Rouge channel on YouTube. Uh, a lot of uh, activities there. Um, obviously, you know, on the Instagram, on the social, D Vujanic. Uh, I'm on the Twitter, David Vujanic. Got my own channel. I don't really upload a lot, but I did like a little showcase of my football kits recently which people enjoyed okay um and yeah things will be coming as long as um, i can be bothered to get up and do them um there'll be things coming but <laughs> amazing <yeah. laughs> uh well th- again, i get thank you, you on a, i get on you on a, on a on a spiritual level you yeah. know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> so guys make sure you follow uh us at soccer cooligans also make sure you follow the fubo sports 
on all social media and subscribe to the YouTube channel. Uh, thank you again uh, uh, for for tuning in uh, and uh, Vuj, uh, yeah, send our best to poet as well. Sure. Uh, uh, we appreciate you guys, you know, okay. spending some time with us. So, uh, with that said, for David Vujanic, my name is Christian Polanco. I'm Alexis Guerreros, and together, what are we? The, the Coolers. Coolers!